everyone to the third episode of Beer and Banter, your local talk show, well, international kind of talk show, with your two hosts from South Africa. Uh, Mr. Jeff, how, how's your day been? What you've been up to? Yeah, my day's been great. I uh, had a lucky early start. Nice to be here again. Um, lucky early start for HPC in the Seoul Saturday League. Uh, okay. We played to, we, we managed to get a 5-1 victory in, uh, in Uiwang. So, yeah, a ground in the middle of nowhere. No bus station, <laughs> no train station, just walk along the river. But that's that's yeah. general direction. But anyway, nice day out. Um, off to a nice brow on the rooftop. Nice. So, yeah, it's going to be a great day. Yeah, I also like the other day I played for Ocean FC when I just came here. And we drove and drove and drove. And literally the football field was like, there's nothing around. It's just like a football field. I'm like, how do people get here? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Get there by okay, helipad. So, yeah. All right. What's first <laughs> yeah. on the menu for us, Andreas? Uh, today we're going to first talk about, obviously, the big rugby match coming up against our arch rivals from the north. I think the, the one team from the north that has, uh, the last few years, always had our number. We've always been clapping England, well, now and then, but Wales has just been another animal for us. I think, you know, from what I can remember, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, the only real game that stands out for me where we did well is when Francois Urquhart popped that little ball to Havana running that line right close to the ruck for us to win. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're a well-drilled side. And uh, I think we've got our, we've got our work cut out. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what, uh, what Damien Willems is going to do with the start at 15. Yeah, um, and Jesse, Jesse Creel on the wing again. I mean, the guy's been itching, but you can't you can't boot uh, you can't your arm out of that. It's just too yeah. close, too much close. Yeah. So yeah, it's, person, yeah that's how it goes. I, I feel the more space Creel has, the better. So moving into the wing is absolute master stroke. Actually, moving into yeah. fullback would have been the best, but obviously we need to we need to mend someone into that role, mold someone into that role to take over from Vali Larue. Yeah, I agree with you. What 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 is your what is your view on Fassi being left out? I actually hate it that he's been left out, but I think we're just so talented and so blessed with the amount of wings and fullbacks. Well, not fullbacks really, but wings and outside backs that it's really difficult for a guy to come in into the team. And Fassi is still young. I think he's younger than Alamsa. Yes. And I mean, yes. we're one injury away from Farsi playing. That's that's the thing. Absolutely, that's the thing. And, and then I, I mean, at 20, playing... 21, 22 years old, he's he's got a massive future. He really does. Yeah, and as soon as he starts playing, he's not gonna get dropped really because he's he's just well, famous famous last words. But I do think he's got yeah. so much talent to be if he keeps if he keeps injury free and he he keeps his head in the right place. I I, I see a big future for him. Yeah. And in the forwards? Yeah, I think the forwards is a solid pack. I don't think we can really uh, um, criticize the selection. I'm glad we have Franco Mostert on the bench because he's, all, makes, he's always such an impact when he comes on. And I'm Absolutely. glad Kwaha Smith is starting and not coming from the bench because I always feel like when he knows he has only this much time to play, he plays to that full his full capacity. But whenever he's like... He's there, but whenever he has time to play, it's like he's not really pitching up to the game. But for yeah, me, I, 
I appreciate that that versatility that uh, that Mostert does bring. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think he's been such a workhorse over the course of the season. He deserves yeah, he deserves a spot on the on the bench. He just plays his heart out. That guy. Yeah, I can't leave him. And off. Low, low key as well. And he hits he hits his rucks and uh, makes his tackles. And really, you don't you 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 don't see him, but when you look for him, you see him. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're, you'll for, see him in the stats, like in the tackles and the yeah, rock hit. You'll see him there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, for the for the Welsh, there's is is uh, Alan Win Jones. Is Alan Win Jones playing? I don't believe so. No, he's is not. He not that's a, I think that's a very big knock for them. One of the biggest knocks that they could have suffered, because he always yeah. brings that calm and uh, he's a so man. much experience. He really is a talisman. Yeah. yeah. He also like. Um, I feel we always struggle against Wales because they play the same kind of rugby than us. Not the same yeah. kind, but more or less they're all um, also mostly forward dominant. And then they yeah, when they first. when they get a gap, they will punish you. But they're not gonna yeah. run the ball the whole field. Ah, you know, there's 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 more, there's less flair than you know other yeah. other teams up north. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great game. Very late one for us. Um, yeah, 30 very but, early. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be one of those kind of if you stay up for the cricket, you're gonna end up watching the rugby kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, then then for me, it's like uh, have a quick wash your face, and then it's time for UFC 268. <laughs> and uh, if, no if last week was anything to go, to go by, this week is gonna be an absolute crime scene, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that that one deserves a. A, a podcast with uh, with someone with someone with a bit more combat sport, I mean, a, a bit more, a yeah. bit more keenness for the for the <laughs> war zone. I think. Look, I anyway. love watching it, but I I can't see myself doing research on it or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, there's there's just so many athletes, man. Yeah. It really is, but it it it, it kind of. It appeals to to someone's spirit. It's it's, yeah. it's weird. I'm also a very new MMA fan, and I think obviously I, I started watching because I think I may have mentioned this before because of the time zone differences and stuff. And on a Sunday morning, it's nice to wake up and watch some sport and yeah. not have to stay stay up so late, um, yeah, you know, on a Saturday. But uh, yeah, do you, do you believe the Springboks can get the win? What's your prediction? What's your call? I actually just wanted to ask you, like, what do you think we need to do to get the first win at the Principality since 2013? What do you think is needed? Do you think, do you think like they were as bad last week against the All Blacks because they were missing those players, or do you think that Wales is just going through after Gatland, going through like a type of a rebuilding phase? Yeah, they, 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 they're. Uh... They're definitely a team in transition, but beware of the wounded Welsh dragon. I must say, yeah. and it's gonna do it's gonna do those fans a lot of damage if they get smacked by the All Blacks like they do, and then lose to the Springboks again yeah. straight away. You know, look, so I don't think, I think be a... there's a lot on the line for them, um, and I don't feel like we're gonna run run over them um, yeah. completely. I do feel like we're gonna have enough to to beat them. Um, but uh, I, I I can't see it being a massive walkover. I'm gonna call Springboks by by 12. What what do we need to do? I think we need to we need to stick to our own game plan yeah. fully up front. Yes, they are a physical pack, but they don't have that engine. They don't have that calmness that Alan Win Jones brings them. Um, 
And I, I just feel if we stick to our own basics, play our game, and uh, we bully them up front, it's going to be the basis yeah. for, for, for a top performance. I, I do like their, their prop. Um, I'm trying to think of his name now. He's, uh, I mentioned him in a, in a YouTube video I once did. A small, small, small face or big head, but a small face. Uh, Thomas Francis, I think, is his, or Samson oh. Lee. Samson Lee is his name, and um, yeah, I think that's he's he's a he's a cornerstone in their scrum, and I think he, he he doesn't get as much credit as what he should get, and I think you know he's gonna he's gonna give our ex a a run for their money. So we we cannot get complacent. No, we not should at all. Just if there's one team that we cannot get complacent with it's it's wales because they're yeah. like i said they're the only like we've beaten england in the time since we've lost uh, beat wales in wales but we haven't yeah. beat wales in seven years in in yeah. wales i think it's probably our best chance in a in, yeah. a, in a long time to be fair yeah. Um, with him going through this uh, transition period. Yeah, I think Gatland also brought that Southern Hemisphere kind of uh, rugby or mentality to them, and that's why they were yeah. so so good when he was there. But I mean, they still won the Six Nations this year, so they're they're not that they're not worse yeah, off without. They're a quality side. They're a quality side. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, I think also Franz Stein will play a massive role in the second half with his. 5022, Mr. 5022. <laughs> so yeah, I think hey, he will. I, when you look at when you look at how how out of shape he looks on TV, you think yeah, to yourself, how is this guy gonna give you anything <laughs> more than 15 minutes? But um, yeah, that boot that boot when everybody's getting tired is, is yeah, just lift up everybody. Yeah, yeah. Tired, okay. tired for track going forward. Yeah, my prediction: I think South Africa by. Rio. Six to six to fifteen points between them. Wow, you've gone, you've gone with a window there. Yeah, <laughs> because it, it could either be well, it could either be the South Africa that pitched up against Australia, or it will be the South Africa that pitches up against New Zealand. So that's in that that's, last game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, cricket. My man, I think there's only there's only one way that we are we are gonna get out of this group, and we have to just be ruthless. Yeah. We have not we cannot we cannot rely on the West Indies because no. you cannot rely on the West Indies doing us a favor or anything like that. In my no. opinion, that's not gonna happen. So the Australia's Australia's net run rate is only gonna get better. So yeah. it simply means that we have to beat England. More convincingly than what Australia is going to beat the West Indies. Yeah. We need to smash up. England. It needs to be like yeah. our best performance like ever in a World Cup. Exactly. And I think, you know, we've got nothing to lose. It looks like Australia on paper is going gonna, is gonna to take it by net run rate. Um, so I would say that, you know, we, 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 we're actually supreme underdogs at the moment. Yeah. Um, and it might just work in our favor. I think I think though, to to the smart fan, we are supreme underdogs. Yeah. But Proteus fans are still going to be Proteus <laughs> We're fans. We're still the favourites. <laughs> we still, you know, there's still going to be racist this, racist this. There's still going to be chokers this, chokers that. Yes, we, you know, we threw it away against Australia, and maybe that's going to be the game that's going to cost us the tournament. 
but we have one chance yeah. and that's today against England and to go out there and just be relentless be cutthroat like with our bowling hit the tight lines be aggressive take wickets if we I think our best our best bet is to is to bowl first like that's yeah, that's how it's has been our best hit run rate yeah. like bowl first you bowl first you get your your like uh, unleash the beast unleash Rabada yeah. unleash Nokia and absolutely get into their face and I think yeah. hopefully I'm not uh, which ground are they playing on as long uh, as it's Char- not Charger okay Charger is a little bit is a little bit uh, a zippy compared to the other ones yeah. um, I think Charger I like now that the it's more it's on. more beneficial to our face bowlers to play on Charger than on the other ground yes Yes, no, absolutely. So definitely, let's get in the field first. Let's bowl. Let's try and get them out under 120, so that when you look at how much you need to to you know kind of get 0.2, 0.3 above Australia, those calculations can be done. And then let's open it up with the bat and yeah, let's that's... chase in those in those overs. That I think is the only way that we're gonna win. If we end up batting first, and I mean. You can't control the toss. So if you end yeah. up batting first, you just give it. And like in 200, is, that's, that's part. That's where you need to be. Like yeah. you, can, you cannot be under 160. Like it's no. just unacceptable. It cannot happen. So we have to put up 200 and then we get aggressive again with the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think if backs are against the wall for us. We are not favorites to get through um, from a realistic perspective. And we just have to deliver. We've got one chance. And... I bet them, there, but at the same time, it's going to be tough. England or if there ever was a game where Quentin de Kock needs to pitch up, it's this game. My man, he's, he's hasn't. I don't think he's made more than twenty this whole World Cup. I don't think. Yeah, he's, I don't, I don't think know he's what's going on. Maybe it's the whole cricket South Africa thing, and I don't know what's going on. But no, yeah. you're a professional cricketer. There's no. There's no room. But you know, absolutely I'm actually not. waiting for I'm actually waiting for Cricket South Africa to make a ridiculous score like the 2015 World Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't yeah. put it. Past them. I mean, in Gidi, in Gidi for Nokia, or they watch yeah, watch something I, like that. No, sorry, sorry, Nokia, Nokia cannot play. We have to have in Gidi. <laughs> we can't um, have the best bowler at the World Cup. No, we have to have in Gidi. Um, Tadok, he he really has stuck his hand up. Eh? Ever since he's come into the side, he's yeah. again. I'm all for I'm all for low key, but just do your job. Don't talk. Don't make noise. Just come out and perform. Execute. I think man. it's been it's been 16 overs now that he's not been hit for a six. I mean, in 320 cricket, what more do you That's want? Like, and uh, I mean, his economy of four point six. Yeah, four point six, and he. That's his economy. I mean, in T20 cricket, that's just unheard of. That's madness. Crazy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing very well. I think, you know, they've the English have got this Tymel Mills, the, the left armor. Yeah. And this Africa traditionally hasn't done so well against left armors. Um, yeah, that's because so, we don't have a lot of left armors in South Africa. That's... Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't uh, put Buren Hendricks as the only, uh, the only uh, benchmark. Wayne Parnell. <laughs> No, don't even start. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and, okay. and Moen Ali as well. Like yeah. Moen Ali with a ball against Quinton de Kock, it's going to happen. They're going to yeah. see Quinton de Kock and they're going to toss Moen Ali the ball. And I don't know. I just hope that uh, 
he doesn't lose his head and just plays through the line like he normally does. Get off strike and get the get the runs off the pace bowlers. Honestly, he can. He's so valuable if he just keeps his wicket intact. Yeah. For me, it's also what what we should remember is that KG and Shamsi, beginning of the tournament, they didn't really strike luck. But this last two games, they've come into their own. They've owned yeah. the pitches. So yeah, I think if England is not going to have it easy today, if they win, it won't be an easy win. But yeah, we're we're gonna have to take the game from them. Yeah, that's absolutely it. And that that cutthroat mentality has been sadly absent with the Proteas for a while now. Yeah. Um, ever since I think the last time we really saw it was when Graham Smith was still playing. Where you know you get you get teams six down and you finish them. You yeah. know, Under or whatever total it is. So you take those last those last four because you don't let the team back up once you've got yeah, them on like the road. With Bangladesh, um, I know we got them out for 84, but we could have got them out for 60. But then he starts, yeah. the captain starts the taking the fielders yeah. out and he starts yeah. like he bowls different bowlers. He should have just bowled Rabada the whole four overs finish. He would finish the, the yeah. Bangladeshis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, it's always 2020, you know. Um, yeah. So you, know, you didn't know that Australia was just going to come out and blow them away. Yeah, but yeah, the bygones are going to be bygones. We have this. We have this yeah. game and one this. opportunity. Forty overs, and that's we need to be over England that's in forty it. overs. That's it. Yeah. So uh, we can talk a little bit about the Bafana's World Cup qualifying again. We did mention it in the first episode, but then they didn't really play again. But now they're playing on the eleventh. Yeah, the eleventh. They're playing against Zimbabwe. And that top spot is still wide open, although we are one point ahead of Ghana. But what do you think, being a, a how can I say, investor in a football club? What do you think, and what do you think they need to do, or how do they need to prepare in order to to secure that qualifying spot? Well, I think on paper, firstly, the the Ghanaian squad is scaring people. Yeah. Um, and I think we just need to play what's in front of us, do as best as we can with what we have. And uh, thanks for putting that back in my mind. I do want to just give a mention to, to Channel O Football Club in, in uh, Kwan Yuswa in Berthasil and KZN. Um, they are uh, a, game, a game in hand over the leaders of the Mangoba Football League. And uh, yeah, I... I really, I really am super proud of, of what they've been able to achieve in, in their circumstances. And I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I might not financially be able to invest as much as I would want to, but um, they, they, they truly, they're so grateful. They're so happy. And uh, if anybody wants to, to help out and hears this and wants to, to reach out to me to, to add to what I'm doing uh, with them, um, you're more than welcome to have a look at uh, um, 515leadership.com. You'll see, you'll see their, their details there in my newsletter and things like that. They do have a, have a feature. Um, so yeah, I'm really trying to, trying to uplift them as much as possible, but they're doing a hang of a lot themselves. Um, they really are, they really are uh, very close to my heart. So yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. So a, shout, a shout out to them and thanks for mentioning it. <laughs> yeah, um, my pleasure. I think back to Bafana, I, I'm, I'm happy that they've got a coach that, you know, is getting the best out of them. I think that's, that's the most, the most that, uh, that we can say yeah. um, about recent turnaround, like really. 
Yeah, like he literally, I saw he like dropped three good players because they didn't fit the plan or they didn't want to like commit to what he's he's uh, have for the, he has for the team in mind. So yeah, I think he's he's uh, no bullshit taking coach, and I think that's what they needed because I feel sometimes their egos got ahead of the the badge, and he needed to take that out of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, football in general, there there is a bit of flash, there is that ego. And I mean, it's so easy for people to get caught up in in that whole thing, caught up with the Instagram, caught up with the girls, caught up with, you know, making money, like proper yeah. money. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think for, for someone to just bring them down to earth, but at the same time care for them, it's only going to bring out the best. And it's a very simple attitude and it's, it's uh it's it's one that's that's clearly done wonders for for Bafana. So if they can yeah. go in with that mentality, uh, I I back them. I absolutely yeah. do. Definitely. So uh, one of our fans, like you saw this week, he wanted us to talk a little bit about Arsenal, <laughs> yes. one of your one of your team's rivals. <laughs> yeah, People's well, rivals. that's okay. That's all yeah. right. I'll be his rival. There are a couple of points ahead or behind us. I'm not sure, but no, I think with of, recent they're, they're ahead of Spurs. Um, but yeah, man, they they are. Everyone was like Arteta out, and then he just went on a run, and he's he's proven that, and the team, I suppose, they've they've proven you, that they they big club. Do you think they're, they're not, actually so good, or do you think it's just the fixtures making them look good? Because well, I've checked their their results. The, when they've played against top six opposition, except for Leicester and who's the other team? Yeah, except for Leicester, they haven't really pitched up. But like for games against the bottom ta- table teams, definitely they smash them. That's what you need to do. But you also need to win your beat the top six. Yes, no, of course. And I mean, you you want to get as many points as possible um, from from your top six games, yes, because, you know, those are the ones that everyone watches, etc., etc. But what we must remember is there's no easy games in the Premier League. Yeah, that's all. So when you are winning against a Newcastle or against a Brighton or something, you are still picking up three points in the Premier League. And to do that consistently takes a good team. It takes a solid effort to do that. And, you know, now you put, you put, a string of wins together and now all of a sudden your whole team your whole team has, has has some confidence and you've got some momentum and you're building towards the three points or three points yeah, you know right. nobody's <laughs> going to say no sorry because it didn't come against Man United you can only have two you know yeah. so I think uh, winning your games is, is always what you want to do so yeah, big ups to you and, uh, we'll see them We'll yeah, see I think soon. also there. What I like about Arteta, and not a lot of people uh, do this anymore, is he bleeds in the youngsters like Emil Smith Rowe and Saka, Martinelli, and I think that's what's going to make. They might not win the league this season, but within a few years, if he can keep those players, he can. I think he'll have a a very good team in a few years. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, there's there's nothing ever ever wrong with building blood um, yeah. from the is and especially for the England setup. I mean, you want your league in England to be blooding England players yeah. for the England national team. <laughs> yeah, you don't so, want Dortmund to have all the English players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And how do you feel being a Tottenham fan with Conte coming in and uh, Nuno being out? 
How's your feeling about it? I heard something about Conte speaking about players' sexual lives and, you know, time with partners and, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's a bit extreme. <laughs> um, I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what that's about. But that yeah. sounds a bit ridiculous. But in terms of what counts and his, his attitude on the football field, I think he's going to demand a lot more from the players. He's going to fix their, their, their attitude. Um, and hopefully the system improves slightly. And I, I mean, I don't want to see one of one of England's biggest strikers playing as a false nine and playing yeah, you know, behind long. behind our midfield. It's it's really it's really disheartening because you think you should be in the in the box, mate. You've got a yeah. great shot. You use both feet. All the rest of it. You should be scoring goals. And now he's creating for other people. Yeah. But um, yeah, that being said. Uh, I think Nuno just bit off maybe a little bit more than he could chew. He he he, he had great Portuguese players and a great system at, at Wolves and he just couldn't replicate it unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because like one month he was like manager of the month and then the next time next month he's finished. Like that's English there, football for you. <laughs> that's it. Never safe. Yeah, that's the thing. And so the big game of the weekend, I believe well, Manchester United is not the rival they used to be, but the big game of the weekend is obviously the Manchester derby because, yeah, there's just nothing bigger, except it's Liverpool versus United. Then it's bigger. Yeah. But So I don't, I don't really know how I feel about this. I think we're going to get a drubbing again. But then I go and look at what um, United have done against City in recent times, and I've seen that the only, uh, Pep has only beaten uh, Ole once in five five uh, attempts. The other times he lost three times and he drew once with United. So do you think Ole has that, he has him figured out or do you think it was just a stroke of luck for Ole to to beat him that much? In terms of being an, uh, an astute tactician, I don't think you can compare the two. I think Guardiola yeah. has, has more in his locker. So theoretically, I I can only see that game going one way, and I'm 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 with you on that. I think I think uh, City is going to take it. Um, you know, recent recent results have not have not done done United's kind of momentum very well, and now to go and play play City after getting clapped by Liverpool is not is not, not what you want yeah. to do. But again, like we said earlier, they're professional footballers. You know, you yeah. you have to dust yourself off. You have to come back. You are being paid more than the GDP of some African countries to play your yeah. your your position. So there's no excuse. There really is no excuse. Um, and uh, yeah, the I mean, United's got a lot of politics with the Paul Pogba saga, and there's yeah, I just you know, wish he can just go now. It's it's it's. It's not the ideal thing where, you know, you've got these massive games and then there's a bit of instability around. Um, and with Ole being under fire and all the rest of it. And, you know, the, I think Ronaldo is, not, is while, he's, while he's scoring and he's, you know, pulling, pulling his team and he's, 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 he is pulling his weight. I think there's still that expectation of can everybody else keep up with him? And yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether that's what Man United need at this stage. Um, but again, he's Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. So, you know, well, I choose think your... I think we're actually, we're actually drawing 
drawing when we're losing and winning when we're supposed to drawing. So <laughs> that's that's just, uh, that's the thing he brings. He he just never gives up the. He's, I read a stat that the uh, goals he scored for United has either come when they were losing or when they were drawing. So sure. he's the one that's been carrying the team basically. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't see, with Varane being out, I can't see us beating City. I think they're just going to run us ragged like Liverpool did. Maguire in the centre of defence is the biggest liability in that team. Yeah, he needs to uh, he needs to be either rested to regain form, he needs to go play for the under-23s until he's back to his best, whenever, and then he can come back. Because, honestly, you can't keep on... Like you're you're the captain, but you you're not inspiring anybody with your performances. Yeah, absolutely. You can't have you can't have your captain making making errors like he does, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe they pull a rabbit out of the hat, and I, yeah, I, I think if, if, even a draw, even a draw would be a good result for United. And, uh, a yeah, I think later. if we if we get a draw, that I think most United fans will be happy. If we get a win, yeah. obviously they'll be ecstatic. But yeah, we should just go out and play football, not this silly back passing and only crossing, hoping Ronaldo will get it to his head. That's just yeah. you're just playing to lose, basically. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So that's it for the podcast. We I think we smashed it. Do you have any last words so. you want to say? Last words, uh, I'm going to, for any any UFC fans watching, um, I think uh, it would be remiss of me to not to not give my prediction. Yeah. Uh, we have two title fights on the line um, and a massive fight between Justin Gaethje and, Chan- and Michael Chandler. I'm going to go, my predictions for those three fights in predict- particular, I will say that I'm going to go Chandler, even though he's a, he's a newcomer to the UFC. I'm going to go Chandler. I'm going to go Thug Rose and Nama Yunus for the women's strawweight. And African Pride with Kumaru Usman is going to shut up that idiot that is Colby Covington in the main event. So, And hopefully we have Bruce Buffer back, the, the classic ring announcer, who's uh, suffering with a bit of illness. So hopefully he's back. But uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm all ready for, for tomorrow morning. Awesome, man. Yeah, I also have a, a late night. I'm going to start with the football at 9.30 and then I'll watch the rugby afterwards. No, it will be football, cricket, rugby. Yeah. I tell you, it's so going to be a lack of, a lack of uh, night ahead for, for sports fans. Absolutely. Go and, yeah. uh, go, and give the wife and, uh, go and give the wife and the daughter a kiss and make sure that uh, that base is covered before, yeah. we, before we head into the sport. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Okay, man. Enjoy your uh, your bry. Say hello to the James Thanks. and see you next time. Well, Cheers. All right. Take it easy. Thank you, Andres. Bye bye. Okay, man. Bye bye.